the medieval period has seen some great developments in this field of architecture with every new power crossing the himalayas to reach india a new culture and tradition in architecture emerged a mix of persian arabic hindu and buddhist influences led to the enrichment of the heritage of india with the construction of some of the most remarkable structures the world has ever seen buildings and monuments were built for different reasons to commemorate the dead to epitomize the power and supremacy of the rulers or as tokens of love and faithfulness great rulers patronized sculptors artists and craftsmen giving us a deep insight into the lives and the times of the people in the past Islamic architecture the Delhi sultans built palaces forts tombs gardens bawalis and minars their structures included features like domes arches and minarets many hindus motifs such as swastika the bell and the lotus have also been found in their buildings the use of calligraphy was an important element in the islamic architecture and has been regarded as one of the most important art forms of islam limestone was extensively used and as it was probably a common available material and could be cut and polished easily the use of limestone made construction work easier and faster gems gold and silver were also used to give the buildings a grand look mosaic work were also applied in many buildings Taj Mahal the most beautiful monument constructed during the reign of Shah Jahan is the Taj Mahal a tribute to his wife Mumtaz Mahal a mixture of Islamic Indian and Persian styles it was constructed with materials brought from many parts of the world constructed mainly of white marble the structure is inlaid with precious and semi precious gems lapis lazuli and decorated with inlay works called pietra dura the beautiful doorways are bordered with beautiful motifs of flowers and verses from the Quran the perfect symmetry of the structure can be seen in its huge dome and the four minarets on the four sides the gardens that surround the Taj are said to have designed the following description in the heaven of the Quran the Taj has declared a world heritage site by the UNESCO Humayun's tomb Humayun's tomb is the tomb of the Mughal emperor Humayun in Delhi. It was built by his widow Haji Begum in 1558 CE. It stands in the center of the garden and was the first of its kind in the Indian subcontinent. Built on a high platform terrace, the double storied structure has an octagonal plan with four long sides topped with a white marble dome. The mausoleum is decorated with elegant arcs. alcoves and corridors the central chamber houses the graves of the family members while the grave of the emperor lies in the basement floor the agra fort the agra fort was initially built by akbar 
but many of its features were later added by his grandson Shah Jahan. It is a massive structure made of solid red sandstone. Two gateways lead to the fort's entrance. Delhi Gate being the main entrance and the Hathi Pole or the Elephant Gate being the other. The Delhi Gate entrance archway is bordered by two double-storied octagonal bastions topped with an octagonal dome. The gateway is decorated with beautiful panels of colored tiles and marble inlay work. A deep moat surrounds the fort. Some of the important buildings inside the fort are Jahangiri Mahal, the Moti Masjid and the Meena Bazaars. Buland Darwaza When Emperor Akbar conquered Gujarat, he built a magnificent gateway to commemorate his conquest. It is the main entrance to the Juma Masjid at Fatehpur Sikri. Built with red sandstone and marble decorated with white and black marble, it is said to be the most perfect architectural achievement in India. A flight of steps lead the gateway which is about 53 meters in height and 39 meters in width. The entrance is through a huge arched dome recess. A broad rectangular strip bordering the archway has calligraphic inscriptions on it. An inscription on the gateway that eloquates the advice of Jesus Christ to his followers testifies to Akbar's religious toleration. Hindu architecture Indian art developed over a period of 2000 years and almost all Indian art were religious. Temples were places of worship as well as symbols of power and wealth of the ruler who commissioned their structure. A temple symbolized the love of the ruler towards his personal deity, mostly either Lord Vishnu or Lord Shiva. Sometimes these temples were referred to by both the name of the deity and the patron. For example, the Brihadeshwara temple is also known as Raja Rajeshwara temple as it was built by Raja Raja Chola I. The deity was endowed with certain qualities and the ruler always liked to follow them. Throughout history, temples have been targeted by invaders. Large temples were built to demonstrate power and resources. Invaders like Mahmud of Ghazni attacked and looted such temples and with the amassed wealth, he built a beautiful city in Ghazni. Style and Features of the Temples At the beginning, temples were built in strict accordance with the conservatism of the age. Influences emerging from geographical, climatic, ethnic, racial, historical and religious diversity brought about the two unique styles exhibited in different temples located in different regions. Temple architecture had two distinct styles, the Nagara or the Northern style and the Dravida or the Southern style. In the north, the Nagara style was followed for temple construction, whereas in the south, the Dravidian style of temple construction was followed. Both these styles had stone pillars to support the roof. In the early medieval period, the Nagara style included the Garbhagriha, which was the shrine inside a temple complex where the main deity was installed. It has been compared to many by Sanctum Sanctorum. The Pradakshana Pata was a passage around the temple that devotees could use to walk around. The 
Shikara was a peak-like beehive shaped structure placed above the shrine which was most visible in the feature of the temple. A well-known example of temples built in this style is the Kandariya Mahadeva temple built by Chandelas at Kajuharo in Madhya Pradesh. This temple has Lord Shiva as the main deity and the high shikara along with many smaller ones. The temple had magnificent sculptures too. Some other northern Indian temples include the Jagannath temple at Puri, the Sun temple at Konark and the Dilwara temple at Mount Abu. The Dravidian style of architecture is reflected in the temples of South India. The Pallavas and Cholas have been associated with the building of some of the most magnificent temples. An example to the Dravidian style is projected in the rock-cut temples of Pallavas. The Brihadishwara temple of Tanjore is another example of the Dravidian style. This temple dedicated to Lord Shiva has large courtyards. It has a tower-like pyramid. The top of a temple is made up of a single block or rock. The corridors have some very fine sculptures and the gra- garbha griha can be reached through a corridor. The tra- tower above the garbha griha is known as vimana. The courtyard is enclosed with gateways called gopurams. Some other examples of temples belonging to the early medieval period of South India include the Kailashanath temples built by the rulers of Vijayanagar empire and the Shore temple at the Mahabalipuram and Meenakshi temple at Madurai. Difference between Hindu and Muslim architecture For a proper understanding of the Indo-Islamic architecture which evolved as a result of the synthesis of the Hindu and Islamic architecture, it is desirable to have an idea about these two systems of architecture. The Hindu art was decorative while Islamic art was characterized by its simplicity. Rows of pillars and long beams to span the spaces to bridge spaces is common in the Hindu architecture while arcs and graceful domes were erected in the Muslim architecture. Hindu architecture possessed infinite riches and variety of sculpture. They conveyed meaning through the carved figures on the buildings. Usually their monuments were enriched with rich idols of divinities. Muslim buildings on the other hand were simple and spacious. Their walls were plain and smooth-faced. As Muslims do not believe in idol worshipping, they did not represent any figures on the walls. They only used colors and other igneous geometric patterns. Sikh Temples In 1579, Guru Ram Das, the 4th Guru of the Sikhs, founded a city, Amritsar, in Punjab. He first constructed a pool and named it Amrit Sar or Pool of Nectar on a stretch of land gifted by him by Akbar. His successor, Guru Arjun Dev, built a temple in the middle of the pool to enshrine the Guru Granth Sahib, the sacred book of the Sikhs. In 1803, Maharaja Ranjit Singh and the ruler of Punjab improved the temple. The lower half of the temple was covered with marble and the upper half with copper. 
over which a pure gold leaf of 400 kg was covered since this this harina hari mandir was called golden temple it has four entrances in the four cardinal directions a marble causeway across the water connects the entrance gateway to the main shrine floral patterns of colored semi precious stone inlay work glass work and beautiful fresco paintings decorate the inner walls and the ceilings of the temple the architecture of is a combination of hindu and muslim styles and emphasized upon calmness and serenity a marble paved square construction adjacent to golden temple is at the akal takht or the immortal throne the seat of the sikh religion the weapons used by the sikh gurus are also kept there the temple with its beautiful domes throwing its reflection in the pool is a piece of grace and beauty on the other important places of worship in punjab for sikhs are gurudwara atan taran sahib designed in mughal style and the fatehgarh sahib in the sirhind where young sons of guru gobind singh were buried alive by aurangzeb and the gurudwara at anandpur sahib where guru gobind singh initiated the khalsa decline in architecture architectural creation and art declined during the reign of mughal emperor aurangzeb brick and rubble began to replace stone and marble and the attention to detail and precision which was highly prevalent in earlier mughal architecture took a back seat the buildings were made during aurangzeb's reign were replicas and imitations of the architectural structures made in the past the safdar jung tomb which was completed in 1753 bore a stark resemblance to Humayun's tomb built by Humayun's widow in Delhi